Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Sin, and life and money can both be messy and unpredictable, and they rarely fit inside of a cash envelope. So if you're ready for some grace-filled money discussions, life topics, then you've come to the right place. Grab your coffee and your planner. We're going to plan our entire year in the next hour. Let's go. So it is the beginning of a new year. Let's sit down and plan our year together in just an hour. Yes, you can do it. Let's go. I'm going to give you some tips. I've got my planner. Uh, It is a happy planner that I got on sale at Michael's. I like to use, I'm trying to do all of this with one hand, um, the dashboard style. So it's got a bunch of lists on one side that I can just cross through and customize. And then a horizontal display of seven days of the week. So I like to sit down and plan as much of my year as far out as I can. Now, obviously no one can plan an entire 365 day life in a year in a one planner in an hour. Like it's not good. That's not reality, but I can go ahead and get some things ready and out of the way. So let's talk about how I do that. So grab a planner. It can be paper. It can be a cheap planner from the Dollar Tree. It can be a spiral bound notebook that you write a calendar in. It can be the iCalendar on your phone, which I actually hate. It can be Google Calendar, which I love. It can be anything you want it to be. The point is to make a plan and to plan in a way that makes sense to your brain. The first thing we're going to do after we've decided which planning method works best for us is we're going to put in the days that we already know. Birthdays, anniversaries, uh, vacations that you may have already had planned, weddings, baby showers, life life events, doctor's appointments, reoccurring appointments, reoccurring bills that you need to pay, sports fees, HOA fees, summer camps, recitals, all of it. If you have appointments that have already been made, we had, we took the week between Christmas and New Year to make a bunch of doctor's appointments and and go to them. (laughs) And so I have, you know, appointments already set for next year or six months from now. They text me and I go ahead and put it both in my phone calendar and my paper planner. But anything that you already know about, go ahead and jot it down. And that way, your mom's birthday is not a surprise. So the next thing we're going to do is plan for family time. So I have a child turning 10 this year, which means I'll have two kids in double digits. Under whose authority did that happen? I know that my 10 year old might want to either have a special birthday, like at an amusement park, or he may want to go on a trip. But I'm going to go ahead and plan that, schedule it, write it down, start making a budget for it, and get that ball rolling. But plan for family time. Plan for the for the family vacation, for family photos, for the for the beach day, for the day at the zoo. Plan for those things that you already know about, and get them written down and make them an appointment like you would a doctor's appointment. The only way things get done is if we schedule and plan them to happen. Exciting things don't usually happen on accident. It requires some intention. So block out your goals. So this year we will be working on building our emergency fund 
back up to a year and so we're going to need to create a timeline we're going to need to talk about okay if we need to get to this number of dollars that is going to take this much out of each paycheck and we need to start planning that out and, and giving ourselves a time frame and setting some goals that we can achieve and actually track anytime you are new to planning understand that it's not going to be perfect that it's going to take some trial and error there are things that aren't going to work out it's really easy to over schedule ourselves it's really easy to underestimate the amount of time something actually takes so through trial and error you can get it right your plans are never going to be perfect so Let's throw that out the window. Your plans, just like your life, has to have some flexibility. We don't win when we're overly rigid. So just keep that in mind. We have to be realistic about who we are. And honestly, that's probably the best piece of advice I've ever been given or that I have ever given is to be realistic about what you can expect from yourself. You're not gonna magically wake up tomorrow and be the type of person who loves the schedule and doesn't procrastinate and whose laundry is folded and whose house is immaculate. Unless that's who you are today. And if so, I have some questions. I have some questions. So what are some of the benefits of planning in advance? So number one, it kind of takes the mystery out of our schedule out of our calendar. There is less confusion. You can look at your calendar and see what you have going on when. You can glance at your calendar and see key dates that aren't going to change. That way when you need to plan other things you already know what it is you're going to be dealing with and if something needs to be rescheduled. So there's no surprises. By the way I need to tell you something that I did. So last week um, we had an occupational therapy appointment, a speech therapy appointment, um, an audiology appointment, and the eye doctor all in one day. We showed up at our eye doctor appointment at 3.30 in the afternoon for them to tell us that the appointment had been at 10.30 that morning. I showed up five hours late. I had to reschedule. I apologized. They were very understanding. I felt horrible. I even got a text from them that morning. And I didn't even look at it. I just confirmed my appointment and went about my day because I was so certain it was at 3.30. Why am I telling you that? Because again, I want to reiterate, nobody's perfect. Not that any of you thought I was. Um, another reason to go ahead and plan some things in advance is you waste less time. Time is not an infinite resource. We're not going to get more of it. Once it's gone, it's gone. And I don't want to waste it. I want to use it to my leisure. Here's a scenario. You have a three-day weekend. You have lots of ideas about stuff that you want to do, but you don't plan anything and you end up wasting that weekend. Now, rest is never a waste of time. If it had been your intention to rest, then by all means take it. But if it was your intention to plan a fun family activity, go to the beach and maybe clean out a closet, and instead you went to Target and spent money you didn't have, that was kind of a waste. By having some things by having some things pre-planned, you can optimize and maximize your time. I'm not saying you have to spend every weekend working your tail off, but when you're strategic about how you spend your time, you have the time to get things done that you want to get done, and you have the time. 
to rest. It's like a budget tells you where your money is going to go. Planning out your time tells you how your time is going to go. Planning ahead also allows you to daydream. For me, planning a vacation is half the fun of going on vacation. And so taking the time to schedule it out, allow myself to look forward to it, start saving up for it, start planning it out, building an itinerary, looking up things to do. That's, that's half the fun for me. And it allows me the freedom to daydream because I took the time to plan it out. It also gives you a financial target. You knew I was going to circle this back around to personal finance. You're not going to have a bunch of big projects sneaking up on you without knowing how you're going to pay for them or setting yourself up a timeline for safety. I've done the groundwork so you can get those projects up and moving. Taking the time to plan gives you control. It gives you the power to make a decision decisions, to focus on the things you want to focus on, to give yourself rest and daydream, and it allows you to focus on family and money. Okay, so, okay, so what are your plans? Let me know. You can connect with me on Instagram at Lydia Sin or on TikTok or YouTube. I'm Lydia Sin in those places also. Or you can find this episode and any episode you might have missed at frugaldebtfreelife.com backslash podcast. And thank you to every single one of you who has subscribed, who has left a review. If you are listening on Apple or Spotify, you can swipe over the artwork and leave a review. And that is how people find the show. Um, thank you for being here. My five-year-old is trying to talk to me down the hallway. He's supposed to be asleep right now. So I'm going to go deal with that real life. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you and happy new year.